Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Hello. Welcome to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you're listening right around the country. Ah, uh, what a weekend. What a weekend we've got of racing. Well, Cox Plate, Spring Champion Stakes, it continues on. The spring is here, although the rains are coming. So be careful. It is one of those tread lightly meetings, definitely at Mooney Valley, depending on how much rain we get. A huge show coming up for you. A huge show coming up for you to get all the latest mail. Everywhere at every track. Dean Watling to join me straight off the top in a moment. We've got Dean Elliott, of course, and Mitch Abaya. Got to give Mitch Abaya more time too. The kid's a freak. Absolutely flying. Tom Inglis for a quick look at Hong Kong. He might also have something in Australia. And then we go west again and have a chat to Terry Layton. And where we see the return of Amelia's Jewel over there. And isn't she a star? A fair dinkum. Absolute horse, as Terry and I would say. Chris Nelson to have a look up there in Queensland. As well as we're going to get Mitch Lewis on to have a quick chat all things in South Australia and maybe even a tip from Mooney Valley. He goes very, very well there. And then at, at the end of the show, of course, I'm going to wrap up some of my better bets. And uh, I can also take your text 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. I want to hear from you, your thoughts. I think the Cox Plate is going to be tough enough. I actually suggested on Gareth Hall's show yesterday, giddy up with Gareth, and what a great job he's doing. He's flying at the moment, Gareth Hall. Absolutely airborne. That I'm going to have a $50 box trifecta in it. Because um, it is tough enough. But we're going to kick it away, and we're going to start with one of the best in the business. His name is Dean Watling. He was on fire during the week. He's been on fire for the time that we've had him. Gareth now claimed him, but we got him started. Hello, Dino. Good morning, mate. How you going? Yeah, very well. Very well. Hey, uh, Great weekend, Mooney Valley and Randwick. Um, we're probably going to start with Mooney Valley, my friend. And look, uh, I know there's a bit of spruik around for this one in the first here in Arkansas, lad. And there's a lot of people that like it. You like it. Dicko likes it. Tom Haylock likes it. And if you guys all like it, I like it. Yeah, I do like it. I like that some good judges like yourself, Tommy, Dicko, all liking it too. There's some big wraps from the stable. Uh, two jump outs, which I think is important for these two-year-olds. It's always a great base for them leading to race day. And the hay camp, they don't often trial their horses very forward. So it's nice to see this horse do it all. Um, and he was really good on the grass compared to the synthetic. So I think that's a good portion. Draws inside, which I think on debut around the valley, I think that's important. You and I align again when we go to race number two with Esther LaRocca, and I'm pretty keen on this horse. Great record uh, at the track. Yeah, I'm I'm confused why it's such big odds. I think very good last start in the Norman Caroline behind Bella Nipatina. That's A-grade form. Back has that oppression, and the trial or the jump out was outstanding leading into this. You get J-Mac on. Whitey Skater, no, but 
I think they'll be uh, not too bad come this time of the day. So I'm quite keen on Esther LaRocca here. I think stupid odds. Uh, let's go to race number three on the card, mate. And I found this one extremely difficult. Um, I, I would have thought that, look, you've got to respect Sweet Ride. I, I, I even... Um, I even thought Great Barrier Reef could probably do some damage, but there's one here at 20 bucks called King's Consort that I can't let go around. And if the pattern favours it that way, I thought that I might have even have a little nibble at that. Yeah, it's a tricky little race, but I think uh, Chalade from the John O'Shea, Nashville Willow goes down to take the ride. Barrier 5, I think that's uh, the perfect set up this horse. Um, comes out of that blue stuff five miles behind Grand Impact, which I think is sort of, it's not probably the top three-year-old four lines, but I think it's right up there. And he's always had a big opinion of this horse, John O'Shea, and he's been bullish in the media this week, saying that it's his best chance of the weekend. So I'm happy enough to follow that in. I just think that blue stuff by form might stand up, but I do respect that it. it's a good little race. I want to go to race number four. Pretty straightforward, this if it's a reasonably decent surface, Greece, Greece just belt some one of my best of the weekend. But if it gets wet and really wet, got a back belong the beast. I scratched it uh, in Sydney to run uh, to run here at Mooney Valley. Yeah, weird scratching. I think Winlinger Beast has got no chance against Greece. I'm echoing everything you're saying. Dry track. I think she starts probably sub two fifty. I'm really keen to play her. her win last start was absolutely dynamic. She's got panels and gears to give. So. Praying we get a dry track and um, she'll be absolutely winning. Well, you and I have seen her since she just absolutely tore up the trial track up there in Sydney uh, like nobody else. Um, race five I found pretty tough. Don't really want to play. You happy to skip that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Race Agreed. race six looked tough. Little race, a scratching of Tuvalu opened it right up. And um, I sort of thought military expert if it's dry enough. But if it gets wet, maybe call sign Mav. Have you got anything there? Yeah, tricky that Tuvalu's come out now. I think Gentleman Roy, if he could pinch the lead on its own, obviously they went hard last start in, in the Turak. If he can get on its own up front, this horse is flying and probably could pinch it, but I think it's probably a race I'm going to go have another look at now that Tuvalu's come out. Uh, race number seven, it's a, a vase and also a stake, so it makes no sense to me. Um, Berkeley Square, uh, yeah, it make, made no sense. It's a drum and gold vase or vase, whoever you say it, and also a stakes. Um, Berkeley Square, yeah, mate, it's ridiculous. It's like having a cup under sixteen hundred meters. Stupid. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, Berkeley Square. I've got to have it on top, but it's all pattern dependent. Virtuous Circle and Pericles are probably the only two for me, really, outside of it. Yeah, agree. Probably short enough in the market now. The Godolphin horse here is interesting, mate. It stuck ground last start against the Savage Bias at Ramwick, so. I think if there's anyone to knock it off a price, it's the Godolphin horse Perisies. Yeah, per- Tommy said Pericles on, on Perisils. Who knows? Um, race number eight is Dead Set Horrid Field. Agree. Agree. Yep. I think Persan's probably the one, but, yep, I'm leaving it out. Race nine, pattern dependent, but I've, I've got to have Animo on top all day, every day. Best horse in the race. He's a star. He's a freak. Animo on top. If it goes full leaderish and Zaki can get it on a hot tempo, he can roll him. Um, if it gets wet, El Bodegon, um, Mawanga and Gold Trip, I think, come into it. I've actually gone with a box trifecta, believe it or not. 10, 1, 12, 5, and 6. I don't mind that. It's the race that it's probably hard to make good money off. Animo's probably short enough now. You probably want a little bit more to chime into him and then, 
he's sort of looking for something to beat him. So I don't mind that little box trifecta play. Animo's on top for me. I think the pattern of the day will be crucial. But if we edge off the rails, I think that's best up for the horse. And like you mentioned, if you bring it all back simply, he's the best horse in the race. So I think if you start at that point and you finish at that point, um, we'll be backing Animo. Race 10, I've wrote F, and then I wrote awful, and that's F for field, not what I thought about it. Um, six, five, four, three, two, and one. <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky way to end the day. I think my whisper can run well. Serial miss went to a new level last up, but it's an inconsistent horse, and then Roots comes down. I think it's I think you've summed up perfectly in your form, bud. Let's go to Ramwick. I've put a line through the first three. You happy to skip through those? Yeah, it's a meeting that gets uh, probably a lot better later in the day. So, yep, let's skip them. Um, what did I have? Oh, look, ra- even race number four and race number five, I'm probably not all that keen. Are you happy to go straight to race number six? Yep, I've read it the exact same as you. Yep. So, race number six, it's got to be Kote now with the scratching um, of Olunga Beast. But insurrection I've got at a price. It's between those two, really. I, I, I'm, I can't see anything else getting near him. No, I think Kote's a good bet here. Gets control now with Linger Beast coming out. Handles wet, dry, doesn't matter. Um, Drawn wide, but I don't think that matters. Um, I think it just rolls to the front. I think it's really hard to beat. It's probably a horse that's coming out of the box, um, this preparation that sort of slipped under the radar. But I think Kote will take out the Brian Crowley stakes. Race number seven, Golden Mile, mortgage on it. Um, the only one maybe. Oh, maybe a lot more love down the bottom, maybe, or communist, but oh, I just can't see it getting beaten. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I don't know how good that guinea's form is. I know it's probably a much easier race, too. I just can't dive into the shorts. I think communist can run a big race here. It was good last start, getting a long way back, running to the line with um, Williamsburg. I think Barry Seven maps in front of Golden Mile on my paper, and Blake Sheen comes up for the ride. So I'm happy enough to go the way of... Communist, I respect Golden Mile, but just at the price, I can't chime in. Race eight, uh, the spring champion over the 2,000. I'm really keen Williamsburg here. I know that it didn't get the favours when that race was an 1,800 um, when it got transferred to Warwick Farm. We went back to 1,600, and um, and he just missed out. But, uh, look, I respect Sharp and Spart, Promudo and Elliptical, um, but I've got Williamsburg as a bet here. I even thought that the 2,10 a place was unbelievably generous. Yeah, I don't know why he's so big in the market. I think maybe everyone's assessing him off that 1,600-metre run. I think 2,000 metres um, advantage him here. And probably the barrier is what's scaring people away, maybe. But as long as they're running on from the back uh, enough, I think he's a good play here. 2,000 metres, like I said, suits. And if this rain does come, he's the best wet tracker in the race. So I respect Primitivo. I think... That comes out of a good race, different form lines, have to respect, but I'm agreeing here with you, Miles. Williamsburg for me. Uh, Righto, race number nine. Now, this is the order I've got them in. Uh, Ice Bath, promise of success at 21s. Then I'm Nimalee. Then I'm Swats that. And then I'm down the bottom if it's like Barb Raider. And if it's really wet, really wet, Bell Placier can't go around at 20s for me. Wide open, host of chances. Yeah, it's a very, very tricky race. I think the way the track plays here will be so crucial. A lot of the horses at the top of the market, your ice baths, your espionage, your never talks, and your prompts of success, they're going to get back in the field. So I've gone the way of never talk. Who comes out of that last start run at Ramwick, the day you couldn't make any ground. This horse was dead last, 10 lengths off him, and ran home the best last six, last four, last two of the entire meeting, albeit there was only five races run. I think... 
just can't let it go around at 21. So I think that's a massive price. And if they're running on, I'm really, really keen on Never Talk. I think you have to respect Ice Bath has the SP profile, the favourite in the Epson, and that form then stood up. I think she's probably a horse who's better suited when she's at weight for age. She sort of doesn't go a yard or looks really suited in those handicap races and just doesn't go to her best. So I think Ice Bath in the second and I'm going to have Espiona in for third. She was really good last start. Um, winkers go on, which is interesting, but I'm really keen to play Never Talk here at a massive odds. Dino, got to go to a break, but back in Alia, you and I both with each way in the last? Yep, yep. Load yep. up and one of the better bits of the day. Yep. What's your best of the day very quickly before the break? Um, race six. Uh, number two, Cote. I love that from you. We're going to chat again next week. Appreciate it, mate. Dean Watling there. He's a superstar at the moment. He's absolutely flying. Coming up on the other side of this, we're going to chat to Dean Elliott and also Mitch Bayer. And uh, I've got a few texts here. I'm going to get to them. Braden, we're going to talk to Terry about that. The Cox Plate trifecta you just heard. And uh, got to be savvy if the rain comes hard and with the barrier it has drawn massive chance to be a place of huge odds. Race seven, number 10. G'day, Fitz. Filled up yesterday on tags as horse, like before over the weekend. Tonight, 11-11 each way. I oh, can't get to all them, Ronnie, before the break. Um, I'll read them later. Also, freshen up your punting this spring with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sporting bet app. You can download the CrossBet app today. Shout out to Scott Cross and the team there from CrossBet. As always, gamble responsibly. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back, Form Lounge on a Friday. Miles Fitzner with you. Well, what a weekend. We've got the stars. We go from one Dean to another Dean. His name is Dean. Elliot, he joins me on the line. Hello, Dino. Oh, it's a Dino delicacy today, isn't it? <laughs> it's just the, you must the, be in your element. You must be in your element this weekend. It's this weekend is one of the. It's not Mooney Valley's not notoriously my happy hunting ground, though, Dino. It's not somewhere where I normally go too well, and that's why I rely on people like you that are in the know to tell me what you like. So, what have you got for us on Cox Plate Day? Well, Fitzy, it might be sort of the culmination of a bit of hard work from the Future Show with yourself and Tommy Haylock um, throughout August and September. There's a couple of these horses that are um, coming through. Well, not necessarily in the races we expected them, but, but they're there and they're fit and they're firing. So I think if we're looking at Mooney Valley, I mean, I don't know how many times you've talked about this horse already, but, I mean, race for the Crockett Stakes, Guess who's come up favourite? Your girl, Grease. Oh, uh, yes. And it's a very easy and made It's a get on if the track is like on the better side of of soft. There is, there's going to be an asterisk next to all of this with the weather, isn't it? It's yeah. going to play out during the day. So we just need to be guided by how much, you know, it's been affected by the, the meetings the night before and. All of this, so we have to stay agile and uh, and probably do a couple of sets of tips. One for one for sort of the better side and one for the worst side of soft. So absolutely, she's she's proven that she's probably a duffer in the wet. Um, so you might just be guided by the stable in there if they run her. They're confident. If they don't, well, we look towards a nice little race at Flemington with her. But 
you know, she's just, she's just coming into the peak of her powers now and sort of held off for the back end of this carnival. So she's got so much upside and whatever she does at the Valley, you just think that she'll be a Flemington horse as well. With oh, her, yes. You know, the way she's built physically and she's going to lap up a little 1,400 around the bend there who can just wind up and get into the race. So not saying she can't win at Mooney Valley, but she's going to be a bet for the next couple of starts, I'd say. Yep, Brett, definitely. Brett, and Wollonga Beast, if it gets wet, you just got to swap to Wollonga Beast. Like if it's super wet, you just go to Wollonga Beast, right? Yeah, and also I think Wollonga was nominated for the Brian Crowley as well in Sydney and, and then has decided to to head to the Valley. So that's a good pointer as well. And that Sydney form with, with the three-year-old fillies we've shown, it's shown that it's sort of worked well down in Melbourne through the Thousand Guineas and so forth. So be happy to take uh, to take her as a little backup there or a side bet. But also the Derby winner's going around in race seven in the Vars. All right. <laughs> that's number two. Virtuous Circle is the one that we highlighted a few weeks back, if you can remember. He's the one with the big profile on him. Uh, he didn't go around last week in the Caulfield Classic, probably due to his fantastic record around these tight circuits, such as the Valley and Mornington, where he's performed really well in the past. But, mate, he's got the services of J-Mac. He's third up. He'll back up into the Derby fourth up. But I think he'll win the Vars. He'll start Derby favourite. I know a lot of people have sort of got on it around that $15 quote a few weeks ago. So, you know, I, I think he's the Derby favourite in the making, and I'm really really excited to see if he can stand up against berkeley square um who who sort of comes through that premier form line in the in the guineas where he ran well um and had that sp profile as well i think virtuous circles are a better horse than him over this trip and and if he can do that then then berkeley square is a great benchmark guide to to go into the derby he's got the profile to get the trip as well next week the seven day backup instinctively can work for him too. So Liam Howley is a good operator. He deserves a, a group one soon. And we know that the likes of, you know, Matt Kumani went so close a couple of years ago in the derby and, and these young trainers, it's a great avenue for them to show their skills as a trainer and prepare these young horses over a trip. And I think that's exactly what Liam can do with uh, race seven, number two, Virtuous Circle. Dino, very quickly, I need a couple of, if you've got a best or a couple of best very quickly, I've got Mitchabaya holding on the line. Yeah, okay. Well, let's go to Randwick uh, and have a look at the spring champion, another one of these uh, three-year-old middle-distance races. Uh, I think that's race eight. We can have a two-bet strategy. Number two, Prometo at around the $7 mark. And number five, Matcha Latte at $13. Go If you're not a believer, go and have a look at his race free play last start and uh, you'll be having something on him at $13. You, you're an absolute start, Dino. We'll chat again next week. Happy punting, Fitzy. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> Dean Elliott there. I'll make sure, Dino, too, that I'll look after Tommy Haylock. There's a text coming. Uh, Dave from Ashwood, look after him for his birthday. I certainly will be over the weekend. Now we go to the super freak himself. I wish I had the Rick James song to play. Uh, I told you I'd give you more time, eBay. I've shifted you up the show to leading in. Uh, now, my friend, how are you? I'm very well, mate. Thank you for making a little adjustment there. And... Uh... No, it was nice. A few extra minutes talking to you is fantastic. Hey, <laughs> what have you got for us? Now, I, I I did want to mention one thing quickly off the top. Did happen to see a little trial docket from a, whore, a dog called She's a Pearl during the week, and I sent it through to you. I know everyone was talking about, wow, she's fast. I'm a big push for SEN track to take She's a Pearl, but, geez, the time looks slick. 
super slick. Yeah, that run was uh, absolutely blistering. I don't know my uh, uh, post-to-post times too well at Wendy Park, so I asked a man who uh, knows him like the back of his hand, and he said that's absolutely flying. But, uh, yeah, she's seemed to come back uh, after a break, and she was a bit disappointing at Wendy Park uh, for the Million Dollar Chase semis. But, yeah, it looks like she's back on track and could be a potential... Uh, Phoenix slot holder uh, dog for the SEN family. Well, I know when we're going to battle to get where she's fast. But anyway, let's get into your bets, mate. I want you to walk us through um, your couple of best um, for us for the weekend, please. And, and yeah, well, it's the weekend. We want them Saturday night or All Sunday. Right, I'll, uh, we'll go to the Meadows. Uh, this Greyhound is right up there with one of my favourite Greyhounds going around. And I tell you what, this dog is going to be some sort of stayer in the future. The win at Sandown last week was phenomenal. I'm talking about race six, number one, Zohar Bale. Drawn beautifully, uh, $1.70. If you go back and watch the replay of its last two runs, you'll absolutely, uh, your door probably hit the hit the deck. It's just, it, she's an absolute phenomenal dog and uh, super strong and, I think uh, going to be yeah, an absolute superstar, but a uh, dollar seventy probably is uh, overs if I'm honest in the in the field. It's a good field, but this dog is a dead set freak and probably should be one out in your quaddy second leg. Alrighty, where are we going next? Uh, there's a race, uh, race eight, the free fall on the program, and I'm a big fan of this dog, and it doesn't do a lot right in running, but it is drawn beautifully, and I think it's just over the odds. So um, El Dorado is. Uh, race eight number two it's two dollars fifty it looks hard to beat but there's speed all around two three four uh, El Dorado Paddy wants Pat Amron boy uh, and then obviously you're going to have Mapunga Mustang and Balbina Bale hunting across from the outside I think there could be a bit of trouble on the first turn and Tobin Frost off the red you guys would have heard me tip it a couple of times it was probably a sick beat last week when it missed a kick by about seven lengths if it can just step somewhat with him it will rail the absolute paint off the fence down there at the Meadows and uh, at twelve dollars and four forty it is stupid overs in uh, in what is a hard race, but this dog has the motor to win this, no doubt. Can I just have the race number and dog number there again? Race eight number one, Tobin Frost. All righty. And you got one for Sunday for us, an early one? Um, Not I, quite yet. I, I, don't, I don't really. Um, there's a few dogs obviously going around at Sale and uh, Sandown, and they are somewhat challenging uh, fields there. I've... I've got to highlight my dog. He goes around race nine, number one at the Meadows on Saturday night, the Peacock. Uh, hopefully he can uh, get to the front and lead. But I um, I haven't done too much form to stand down and hills on Sunday yet. So um, I'd probably give that a miss at the moment, stick with the couple that I gave. Um, but I'm very keen on Zohar Bale. It should be winning. I'm just literally scrolling through the uh, the racing right now for Sunday at, um, at Sandown Park and... Not too much steps out to me, sorry, but uh, Rejuvenate goes around race seven, number one. It is a dead set freak. Keep an eye on it. All righty, eBay. Look forward to seeing you on sales Sundays again, mate. We'll chat again. Uh, well, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you Sunday in the studio. Yeah, you will. You'll see me Sunday, and look forward to catching up with you next Wednesday night. That's it, Mitchell Bayer, the absolute superstar himself. He's a jet. You can go follow him on Twitter. He puts his best pets up there all the time too. I just want to read out before the news, Magna Data. Unavailable this week, and he's an absolute star. He's given out his Sydney best. He sent them via text. Uh, Forbidden love each way tomorrow is Magna's best. And then at the Valley, each way virtuous circle. So he's aligned with Dean Elliott there as well with virtuous circle. And also, he's also got laws of indices in the Cox plate. His um, best bloodstock absolutely flying with Campbell Brown and the team at the moment. So 
He said if you can get $6 a place or higher, that's a bet as well. So shout out to Magna. I think he's overseas at the moment from him. Don't forget you can freshen up your punting this spring with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sports betting app. Download the CrossBet app today. And as always, gamble responsibly. It's news time on the other side of this. Tom Inglis for Hong Kong Racing and Terry Layton for WA Racing. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you, of course, right around the country. Best bets coming at you galore. Who better to chat to? The staff for all the latest from Hong Kong Racing. You can go to hkjc.com. He's a jet. He sells them over there. He follows it like no other. His name is Tom Inglis. Hello, Tommy boy. Oh, g'day, Fitchy. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, mate, uh, Hong Kong, I know you would have had a look this weekend, so we'll talk about that later, but have you got a couple in Hong Kong for us? I've been really, uh, I've been really enjoying having a little flutter in Hong Kong during the spring. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's all sort of heating up now, some juicy odds. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been a bit, uh, well, with Maria out, it's sort of uh, really throwing a bit of a spanner in the works, and uh, they're a bit short on good riders up there at the moment. Uh, there's a few going up there. There's one already been announced from Australia, and then I think there's another one going up soon, apparently. Um, but, yeah, look, um, Sunday's going to be no different. I've got a, found a couple there that I, that I really like, so you ready to... Yeah, you just roll straight into them, mate. No, all right. Well, look, the first I like is uh, uh, race three, number two, one voice. He's always wanted 1,400. Uh, was second over 1,200 last start. Um, I think the pace is going to suit him. He'll just sit off and, and cruise home. Uh, probably, yeah, probably second last, so don't worry um, if he's in the finish and he's still not uh, looking like he's going to be in the front. But, yeah, so that was uh, one voice, race three, number two. Yep. Um, then we're going to get a race five. Sorry? Yeah, that's keep 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 rolling. Race five? Yeah. I got you loud and clear. Sorry, yeah, race race five. Race five, we've got a, there's a horse that I sold up there, uh, Jerry, and they, they've wanted to win with him first up since they got him. They got him last uh, November, I think it was. Um, so he's had about seven or eight trials coming into this couple down the straight. He'll be at good odds. Um, it actually takes a bit of overpass form. Uh, he was beaten twice by overpass by about two lengths. Cool. So that form's obviously come really, really strong. Uh, and I think he can match it with some of these better horses. Uh, he's going straight into class three, low weight. Um, yeah, so uh, su- uh, superb boy, race five, number 12. Race five, number 12, then, superb uh, boy. Get, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think each way, um, but I think you'll be there. They put him in that race to win, so that's what I think. Yeah, will be the case. And then we're going to go to the group two over 1200 meters. Um, sticking with Lucky Swainess, um, number eight in race eight. Um, look, Purton on was just way too good, uh, on debut. Had to get his rating up for to get into these sort of races, so that's why he's sort of gone out for a bit and come back in. Uh, but I can't see anything touching him, and I think the map, the race just maps perfectly for him. Um, so, yeah, lucky Swainess, number eight. And then 
to uh, race nine. Um, it's a it's a bit of a hard one. I've got two horses I love in this, um, and punters have had a bit of luck with me before. But Dick to the winner, I think, should be winning. Uh, I just don't know how Midori Beauty's going to go. It was just a bit green last start. Um, yeah, it's just almost down the outside rail and probably putting it at 10 metres on his race uh, distance and still ran second. So, look, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Vic to the winner over uh, number five, Midori Beauty. In the last, hey, just very, very quickly, anything you like for the Cox Plate or the Spring Champions? Any horse you want to keep an eye on? Yeah, look, I think uh, Machalate in the Spring Championships, uh, you know, look, I think he's a really, really good horse. Um, I think it maps out well for him as well. So I think it's an interesting race. A lot of different form lines coming together, but he's probably the one for me. Tommy, you're an absolute star. We are overdue for a beer, my friend. We'll chat to you next week. Fantastic. Thanks, Fitzy. Tommy Inglis there, the absolute jet. He knows his Hong Kong stuff, and like you said, he sold that horse up there. So... Might be having a quick look at that race five, number 12 over there, uh, especially at a price. Now let's go west. We've all waited for him. Everyone waits for him. They text in and go, where is he? And you know what? He's here. His name's Terry Layton. He joins me. Hello, Terence. Hello, Miles. How are we? I am all the better for talking to you, my friend. Hey, um, before we go any further, uh, a lot of people texting in, including Braden, saying, what is Snowdome's credentials? A lot of cash for it over Amelia's Jewel. I can't believe the price Amelia's Jewel. Yeah, well, if you've seen Amelia's Jewel's trials, you can probably believe the price, and I reckon it'll only go north as well. It'll only head in a in a different direction. So um, I think Snowdome's very, very good. A very, very good horse. It'll land forward. Amelia's Jewel will probably be three-back the fence. Thought, yeah, again, I would I would like to see her let down a little bit better in those two trials. I've always had a theory that some two-year-olds don't quite come back the same horse, and uh, you've got to think on those two trials that she hasn't come back quite as good. Um, but time will tell, Miles. She's uh, one of your favourites, I know that. Uh, I had a bit of a look over there. I had Bustler and Billy Ray sort of marked in there as well, but no one wants my mail in the West. They want yours. What have you got for us? Oh, what do we got? Well, my best is Snowdome, race seven, number one, as we just uh, alluded to. I think it can get the better of Amelia's jewel from a speed map point of view, from a where the horse is currently at point of view. I reckon Snowdome could just keep winning, to be honest with you. I reckon it might go and win the 1400 race, right win the Guineas, might win the Group 1, Kingston Town. What's it called now? The Northerly? After that as well. Might be some future plays there that are worth having a look at. So I reckon Snowdome might be real good. Really, really, really Gee, good. Might be able to just keep on winning. So it's my... Sorry, Fitz. I said, gee whiz. Gee whiz, yeah. It's my, uh, it's me best of the day. Uh, what else have we got? Race six, number nine, I like above the peg. It's only around $2.50, but should land one off, three back. Super trial, no shades on against the good horses. Good speed in the race. The speed will stop. It'll get past them, so pretty keen. Race six, number nine, above the peg. And uh, I do like Billy Ray. I'm with you. Um, in the last mile. That's probably the, it'll probably be my best result of the day, considering the others are a little bit short. And I reckon the current 450 or whatever Billy Ray is, I think will get a lot better by the time it jumps. It wouldn't surprise me if we see six, seven dollars by the time they jump. So, um, Billy Ray's last run, 
seven days ago was super, and I think he is ready to rock and roll Billy Ray. So pretty keen to finish the day um, with a sort of recent white run on Billy Ray. As am I. Hey, Terry, also you're going to see Etten over there coming over pretty soon too to try and tackle some of your group ones. There might be another couple of horses in the pipeline too, so we'll try and keep you posted on those. Definitely, mate, definitely. Our mob going towards the railway stakes and the, and the feature races are very thin. So, geez, if you've got an eastern stater that's coming across, they're, they're straight away a massive hope in $1.5 million races. Uh, I might chat to you uh, over the weekend, mate. I might just give you a call just to say good day. Mate, always, always look forward to it. Uh, we'll chat again next week, buddy. See you, mate. Terry Layton there. He's the guru from the West. You can go follow him at Perth Racing Guru. A uh, couple of things I want to get through. Freshen up your punting this spring with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sports betting app. You can download the CrossBet app today. And as always, gamble responsibly. Shout out to Scotty and the team. Um, Anthony, off the text, I'm not sure. Um, now, Ronnie, so I will try and read that out you for uh, read that out for you, Ronnie. 11, 11 each way. Gentleman Roy, Pericles. And he thinks Zaki will beat Animo from Ronnie. 0499 736 736. Coming up. Chris Nelson, Mitch Lewis, my best around the country. Plenty more to come. The Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. Thanks to CrossBet. Uh, let's go north. Doombin, superstar, Chris Nelson. We love him. Joins me on the line thanks to Queensland Racing. Hello, Chris O. Milo, good afternoon. Hey, uh, mate, I've, I've marked three out of the whole thing uh, at Doombin. Uh, race four, race five, and race eight. Uh, any of yours in any of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, race five. Race five. I reckon you'll be on the same one as me. Number eight, fetch. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, look, it, what we're going to look out for tomorrow um, or in Brisbane is the rain. And, uh, yes, we, we will get a, a fair bit of rain for Saturday's racing. So uh, I'd say we have to do the form for a heavy track. And if we do get the rain that we're expected to get on race day, then uh, things could get pretty uh, dismal. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, I had in race four um, extremist um, of the Heathkit yard and we've seen the scratching of eyewitness and that's only made me probably even more keen. Look, I really like her. I liked her first up. I liked her second up. I thought she was even better. But the one thing that worries me about her slightly is the very wet ground. Uh, Had this race been run on a good track or a soft five or something, I'd be all over her. Uh, but just keep an eye on the weather there because uh, I don't think she's as effective as she would be on dry ground on wet. So I've got her on top, but I've just got that slight issue there with her. Last one I want to check off with you is proper rogue in race eight, and then I want your best, please. Absolute swimmer, proper rogue. The wetter, the better. Three from three on heavy. Uh, I think he'll be winning here. Brian Maloney's got a wide draw uh, before any scratchings, but he'll just go back, get some cover, and just drop on them in the straight. So... Yep, firmly with you there, number four. The only one we haven't mentioned that I do like is race six, number four, Hatchet. Hatchet uh, was just a little bit soft in the market off a bit of a break the other day behind Extremist. Jewel ran well. That run under the belt, I think 1350 is ideal and is very effective on wet ground. I think it's had two from two uh, wins have both been on wet ground. So Hatchet, I think, will win too. That's race 
six, number four. And Milo, before I let you go, yeah. uh, race two, we get to see number one, Chinny Boom. This horse has been taking all before her up north. She's won four races by a cumulative 20 lengths. Now, if she doesn't run due to the wet track, and that's a, that's a likely uh, scenario, and she might be held over for next week, on point goes around in that race. This is the one we yeah. were seen on a couple of weeks ago that lost Tegan Harrison yep. 10 metres after the start. So if Chinny Boom doesn't run, get on on point. Yep, I agree with you there. Hey, Chris, I've got to let you go. I've got Mitch Lewis on the line. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Milo. Have a good weekend. Chris Nelson there. Thanks to Racing Queensland, and Queensland is racing. Now we go to South Australia, the star himself. You can follow him at Form Guide Breakdowns. Hello, Mitch Lewis. Hey, mate. How you going? Very well. Let's go to Morfittville, mate. There was one I really liked there, race six, number eight, Stadium of Light. Yeah, I'm with you there. I like Stadium of Light. I've got it on top in that race. Um, what have you got for us? So I'll, I'll, if you've got one or two at Morvettville, let us know. And I know you're a bit of a valley specialist. You can maybe give us a best for uh, for there for Saturday, please. Sure. So I'm going to have my best at Morvettville, race eight, number 10, Rich Gina. Thought she did a lot wrong when she won last start. Got caught, missed a kick, got caught out wide. So uh, third up, I reckon she'll, she'll just be a little bit uh, on the straight and narrow. I, I like her from barrier six. I think she'll be hard to beat. Perfect. I could probably toss another one there at Morfittville. I, yeah. I don't mind Manhattan Times to knock off um, I Am Benny in race five. Ooh. I just thought I Am Benny is off, off about a month's break, I reckon, and uh, coming down in trip, I reckon Manhattan Times, third up fitter, I reckon he can run over the top of them. I've got a lot of time for Manhattan Times too. Like It's been a pretty good horse. I know Ben A's dropping back, but it is a long break. That's that's my only query. I like Ben A the horse as well, but it's coming off the break uh, is what I'm just a little bit queried about. And if I can get 550 for Manhattan Times, who's running around in some good races as well, I'd prefer to play that way. Have you got one at the Valley for us on Saturday? Yeah, I'm with you uh, with Greece in race four. If it's dry, I reckon she maps perfectly to be on speed. Uh, and if the rain comes, I'm also with you with Estrella Rocca. Uh, if, if it rains, I don't think there's much else in there that's got wet wet form really that's really good at the track so I reckon he's just going to shorten up the better it gets. I know you're a busy boy you're president of the cricket club you're the A grade captain and coach and you're also getting married in three weeks to the great Chelsea you've just joined the race club too there at Mount Gambier so I'm going to let you go Thanks mate, I appreciate it, I'll tell you soon Mitch Lewis there, he's the star, you can follow him on Twitter at Form Guide Breakdowns he's superb in South Australia and a Valley Specialist. We're going to jump to a break on the other side of this. I'm going to come back with my best bets right around the country and you can send us a text 0499 736 736. Piercy's chimed in loving the show. Shout out to you Piercy, I love you too. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. We're on the heel of the hunt. It's best bets time. Well, my main plays anyway. I just want to premise off the top. The weather's a really important factor. A really important factor this weekend. And... Mooney Valley notorious, obviously, for an on-speed bias, and especially when sometimes a rail can be hot. Now, there's a couple of things you need to really look for in regards to to Mooney Valley, and that means that they can get a bit laney, or what I call laney, is where you 
Sometimes one, two, and three will get chopped out. So then three, four, and five, or four, five, and six then become better. Also, too, uh, what to keep an eye out for the fact that uh, sometimes with these little dash for cash races, the races following, they can be almost too hell-bent, some of these jockeys, on finding the lead. So that might be the one that you can look for, a horse that's maybe back in the ruck. But you've probably got to play it two ways. A lot of my form has been done uh, on the basis of that it you know, might even be a six at worst. Um, if it starts to get seven, eight, nine, you can nearly throw my Mooney Valley stuff completely out the window, and I'm more than happy to say that. So that's just a, uh, just a bit of a premise. We've run through the Mooney Valley card earlier. Now, if you haven't managed to catch any of that, you can go back through the podcast section. You can get all of those, a full card there at uh, Sydney and in Melbourne there with Dean Watling, so you can get both of our plays in that. But, look, the better one for me is probably going to be Grease. I've I've had her in the book for a long time. Uh, She's a full to love in Gabby. She absolutely tore the trial track apart. They threw in a Riesling on a heavy deck. She didn't handle it to make it to a slipper. She's a genuine out-and-out star. And whether she wins one... Uh, now and starts winning all the way through. Um, if if it keeps getting wet on her, it's going to be tough. But she needs it. Uh, she needs it drier, or maybe even a, in a little bit in the soft range. So, any other side of wet, leave her alone. But if you get a reasonable surface, uh, you can have a crack. Um, well, Berkeley Square is probably a little bit short. I'm going to lean away from Mooney Valley here. Let's go up to Randwick. I think Golden Mile gets it done in race number seven. Race eight, really keen on Williamsburg on an each way basis only. And then in race 10, number five, really keen on Bacchanalia at an each-way play as well. And you're getting good prices about those. I think Williamsburg, the place, is a really good bet. Uh, really good bet. Doombin, I ran through those with Chris Nelson for you. The three plays there for me, race four, number six, Extremist. Uh, Doombin, race five, number eight, Fetch, really keen. And then race eight, number four, if the rain comes, you can back this thing. That is proper rogue. At Morfordville, race six, number eight, Stadium of Light for the Michael Hickmott camp. Uh, I think it's just going to be too strong for them. That's comfortably my best at Morfordville. Um, Ascot, I mentioned Amelia's jewel. Terry didn't feel me full of confidence. His best is Snowdome. But uh, race eight, number nine, Bustler. And then race nine, number five, Billy Ray. Uh, still getting a really nice price about the Cerise and White Horse. Those that listened to the WA Betfair Edge when we did them, I had a lot of time for this pony. Um and I think uh, it'll be winning the last there. Little cheeky one for you. Moe. Um, race one, number three, Port Albert for Nick Ryan. I think that'll be getting it done. I think that will be getting it done. Don't forget you can freshen up your punting this spring with CrossBet, Australia's freshest sporting bet app. You can download the CrossBet app today. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Just a pre-warning. I don't think it's the weekend to be launching into Melbourne. I'm going to tell you that right now from the onset. I think there's value to be had. My quaddy at this stage for Mooney Valley is four, eight, five, and six in regards to there's four legs, eight legs, five, and six. It's huge. And I think it needs to be wide. It's going to be one of those weekends. Just wait and see what happens. And make sure you adjust. You adjust your staking, and you also adjust the patterns if they do change. Once again, don't forget you can go to the SEN app. You can find the form lounge on the podcast. You can get all the cards, all the tips from all the greatest. Terry Layton, Mitch Lewis, Dean Elliott, Dean Watling, Mitch Abaya, all the stars, Tommy Inglis, of course, as well. And please make sure you go follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you've got any questions, you can hit up my Instagram or my Twitter at any stage. You know I reply to all of you. Have fun at the track. Happy punting. And don't forget, just take it easy.
Just take it easy. See you soon.